0: It is June 1st, time for another edition of the Come On Now MMA podcast. So today, I want to start off with, uh, I'll talk about something that happened down in Auckland, New Zealand. There was a Black Lives Matter rally um, in Auckland, New Zealand, and it headed to outside the U.S. Embassy And Israel Adesanya made a speech there, and I just want to play that speech and talk a little bit about this and what what's happening right now, and my feelings on it.
1: Platform, so I have to speak on. I've been I've been doing it for like the last two weeks, for the last two weeks of my story Once you you see, I've been angry. Stop. Wait, hold up. How many of you walk into a store and have to put your hands behind your back just so they don't think you're stealing? How many of you walk down the street and have to kind of smile and try and make the person who you can see is already scared of you, make them feel comfortable? I just moved to a spot in Remueira. I'm at the top floor. I have to go in the elevator. Three times already I've had to have racist, scared white people jump when they see me, and I smile at them. So now I gotta stay to the side and let them walk through just so they don't get scared when they see me. Why? Because I'm black. Just because I'm black. What did I do? I didn't have a choice. If I had a choice, i I still be black? <laughs> after this, I won't keep you guys know. After this, we're gonna march. But we've been talking for so long. We've been marching for so long. But it's not about us now. Shout out to all the white people. All the people who, not different races being here because we need you. We need you to speak up. We need you to say something because like he said, like like you said, I'm sick and tired of seeing those faces get killed because guess what? I see myself in them the whole time. And it's heartbreaking, man. I'm pissed off. Hey, man, we squashed this COVID curve, right? They're starting to militarize the we police. Let's squash that shit straight away, all right?
0: Adesanya is just one of uh, several UFC fighters that I have seen at uh, Black Lives Matter's rallies recently, these last few days, Um, and I read a story where the NBA coaches are going to form what is being called Committee to Combat Racial Injustice. I and mean, it got me thinking, what's preventing the UFC from doing something like this? Uh, the, and, and the answer is nothing. The UFC is probably one of the most diverse sports in the world. Um, I mean, just look at the roster. There's people from all over, like I said, all over the world. Uh, and if you look at the comments on some stories, you'll find that it's it can be a cesspool of racism at points. And I don't understand that. And I, and it, I think we sometimes just accept it. Not all of us. But I think some people just kind of are not okay with it, but they just figure it's kind of built into the sport. And I mean, to me, that's, that's never welcome. in it's not welcome in my world. And I think I've made that clear by now. Um, so I don't think I'm shocking anybody with the, with my stance on, um, uh, racism. The, 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 so what's, like I said, what's stopping the UFC from doing this? And the answer is nothing. Um, so maybe they should do it, and maybe someone like Adesanya, who has been outspoken about these things um, and the topic of racism from the get-go since he arrived in the UFC, um, maybe he should get involved. Maybe he should be someone that can speak to people and get a message across that this this it's not it's not acceptable. You know, racism has to end, and I think. What's happening now is showing, um, for the f- showing that a lot of people uh, of a lot of different races are fed up with what, what's going on and what has been going on um, in America since since 1619. But I think we're we're reaching a point now where everything is coming together and reaching a boiling point where. A change is gonna to have to come and hopefully it's a change for the better and if we want to change for the better then we all have to those of us who want that have to speak up have to get involved have to really do something to 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 make the change happen and and if the UFC wants to help out then maybe they form a committee like this and They pursue it they don't they just don't do it for PR purposes, but they take an active role and an active leading role in speaking out on racial injustice and I I would guarantee that if the UFC went to Some of some fighters on the roster and said hey, here's what we're thinking about doing Would you be interested in in helping out and, and speaking up on this you're gonna find fighters that are gonna do this you're going to find a, a, a large number i would hope that would say yeah i want to be involved and i would like to see that happen i really think the ufc could could make a difference because of how diverse the roster is and maybe you know maybe tell these fans that that lurk in the background and feel confident enough to spew racist bullshit um on on when they when they comment on something, maybe make them feel a little uncomfortable. Maybe let them know that hey, you're not welcome here. That's that's a message that needs to be pushed. That's a message that needs to come across. And why not why not the UFC step up, do something, um, encourage your fighters like Israel Adesanya to speak up and be open and about their feelings on this and and push that message do that there's no reason not to alright let's move on to the never ending saga of John Jones and Dana White so Jones tweeted out yesterday that he was going to relinquish the UFC light heavyweight title which I guess I kind of consider the the same as someone saying that they're going to retire in MMA which we all will well let's take a wait-and-see approach to this so we'll take a wait-and-see but Dana White was asked about it and he gave a statement to the Canadian press today and that statement was John Jones is one of the greatest to ever do it. The decision he wants to make regarding his career is up to him. The reality is that he's made enough money from fighting that he's now in the position to retire and never work again in his life. Okay. I Yeah, that's true. I guess it's true. Probably true. But that's not what the issue is. The issue is not that he's made enough money. The issue is that the UFC is not paying him what he's worth, and he's finally speaking up about it. And so if he wants to give up the title, and I wrote about this today on Bloody Elbow, I I think he should give up the title, and I think he should continue to fight. I think he should fight out his contract, hit the free market, and let the market determine his worth. That's if he wants to keep fighting. If he doesn't want to keep fighting, he should relinquish the... The title and and step away the bad thing about relinquishing the title and stepping away is that his contract which white said um, That they just redid with him, so I don't know how many fights are on that That contract stays with him even if he retires so if Jones retires today his contract is still tied to the UFC so whenever he wants to come back he can. He's going to have to come back to the UFC unless there's some kind of lawsuit and he can get freed from that contract, which is not likely. Um, and I think that's why White is so, you know, doesn't really care because he knows that if John Jones wants to fight, he'll have to fight for the UFC. And he's also seen enough fighters get mad at the ufc get mad at him and eventually come back and eventually have to fight on the ufc's terms and so that's kind of where john jones is at and dana white holds all the cards unless jones just relinquishes the title and fights out his contract and hits the market that's the only place that jones has power and i really think he should do that and i've I encourage you know almost every fighter that's in John Jones's position which is only a handful I would think to fight out your deal if you can if you're not a champion and not tied to the champions clause and uh, let the market determine your worth is it risky yeah but in a sport where careers are short and damages long-lasting it, it might be a risk worth taking. And so I, I'm going to keep an eye on this John Jones situation. I really hope that it develops into something more than what it is now, which is just a battle between Jones and White. I hope it can develop into something where Jones gets, um, starts thinking about getting involved with the Fighters Association and pushing that message. Because that's what, fighters association needs is uh, a big voice and a person who is a draw and someone who the UFC needs Uh, and so Jones would be great for that I don't know if he's cut out for it I don't know if he, he is someone that would think about others other than himself it's hard to I mean his past history doesn't say that he's the kind of person that once would want to lead a group of fighters into a fighters association, but you never know. So let's take a, definitely something to watch. Definitely something to watch, and hopefully it develops into something good for not just Jones but everyone on the UFC roster. So, according to the Nevada State Athletic Commission, the fight card on saturday was a uh, a success when it came to the ufc sticking to the COVID 19 protocol which i am glad to hear um, because uh, the protocol was a lot stiffer than what was in jacksonville and if the ufc can stick to it i think that's great what i worry about a little bit is what's going to happen when the ufc hits fight island i Checked with the UFC to see if they're going to use the UFC protocol for that or if they're going to use the NSAC protocol And of course the UFC did not answer me um, I would hope that they're since they're going to um, Oversee the fight cards themselves probably on fight island that they're going to use the NSAC protocol I think that looks good for the UFC when they come back to the the states and start uh, going to other commissions and so they can say look we didn't have to follow this protocol when we were at Fight Island we could have followed our, our own protocol but we went above and beyond and we followed the NSAC protocol to the T that will look good to someone like Andy Foster in California other states like Florida probably won't care about that but California Ohio Pennsylvania New Jersey, maybe New York. These are the states that are going to look or should look for the UFC to make a statement when it comes to its protocol and how it's dealing with COVID-19. Florida was not a good example. Florida, the UFC, I would I would say failed. They didn't do enforcement of, of, of much. And Dana White's asinine statement about not removing Jacare because he didn't want to. That's doing that does the the promotion no favors. It looks it looks like a petulant child's running the organization. That can't happen. Not when there is no vaccine and there's a likely there's likely gonna be another outbreak of COVID nineteen coming. So if the UFC can keep on doing what it did in on last Saturday the, the, the promotion will have a good chance of being able to maybe stick around even if things do get a little dicey coming in the future. If they go back to what happened in Florida where they just kind of wing it and they don't enforce their own protocols and people end up getting sick or someone comes in sick and they don't they don't deal with it correctly or they don't have follow-up testing, which the Nevada document um, said that was needed, these are the things that are going to cause the ufc long-term problems if covid 19 um comes comes back with a vengeance which it could um so best to go over the top and hope that it does you a favor in the future than ignore it now and have it bite you in the ass in the future and cost you money so if the ufc wants to keep rolling and keep putting money in its pocket and endeavor's pockets do follow the NSAC protocol to the T and don't slip up. That would be my suggestion. The thing about the the ESPN event and the UFC 250, the difference there is going to be we're going to see a lot more behind the scenes video footage, a lot more behind the scenes photos and it's going to be a uh, much much more transparent um, if the UFC is dropping the ball a little bit on its enforcement and follow through on the on the Nevada protocols. If that happens and we see gaps, then I think the commission and the UFC both have to, are going to have to both answer to those questions. Be, especially since the uh, commission said told me today that they were impressed with um how the UFC handled things um uh, if there's a if there's a slacking off and we we see that in the videos then that's that's a problem and that that's a question that the commission's going to have to address as well as the UFC so definitely something to watch when they start doing the uh, behind the scenes videos here for the ufc 250 event which is going to take place this saturday at the ufc apex so i guess it's going to be a short one tonight don't have really anything else to discuss as we head towards saturday's ufc 250 so with that i'll be back tomorrow stay safe <music>